Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have another special guest, Asael Leon, who is the founder and creator of The Perfect Trainer. And it really just specializes in working with people on how to really sell, you know, higher ticket programs. What do you do when you're selling, you know, thousands of dollars worth of programs? And so today's topic is actually the high ticket trainer. And Asael, we're so happy to have you with us. Yo, man, I'm, I'm glad you brought me on, Adam. You're you're the GOAT, man. I'm, I'm really excited to be on. I told Adam I took a little too much of energy drink. So if I'm too lit for this uh, just know it's not me. It's <laughs> but I'm excited, brother. I appreciate you for having me on. Hey, that's that's a, that's how you know you're truly a master at sales because uh, you ever look at a sales floor, it's just full of energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, well, why don't you give uh, the audience some context on kind of how you got into you know sales and what led you you know down that path? Absolutely, brother. So yeah, man, you know, I've been into fitness for a very long time now. I believe I started when I was around 13, 14 years old. I found this passion, you know, to to get into fitness, to start working out, to get in great shape. Because uh, I grew up looking at all these cool bodybuilders, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Franco Colombo. I was like, I really want to look like them, you know, so I started at, at a young age working out. And I was just trying to work my way up. You know, I started, you know, working at McDonald's, uh, serving cheeseburgers, you know, through drive through um, And then from there, man, it was just, um, I always wanted more, you know, I always wanted more. I wanted to be more, do more. So I was going, you know, from job to job, trying to really figure out a, a passion, something that, you know, really ignited my fire. And it was until I stumbled upon personal training. You know, I got into personal training, started working at a corporate gym, actually in West Hollywood, in, in the heart of, of Sunset. It was called uh, Equinox, one of the hottest gyms right now in California, uh, before COVID, right? Because once COVID came in, everything went to, uh, everything went a whole another direction. Um, and that is where I actually had the opportunity to network and connect with, you know, many entrepreneurs, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs. And honestly, the whole purpose of me going to work at that gym was because of the leverage to people around there. I wanted to be around a, a bigger, you know, greater environment. And when I went to that gym, it was, it was crazy. You know, it was filled with, with Lambos, with Porsches, with Corvettes and all these cool cars. And I was always asking myself, like, how did they do it? You know, if they could do it, I could do it too. You know, and, and this, this kid coming from humble beginnings, you know, where my parents came from an immigrant background, to me, this was like crazy. I was wow, just being able to see these cars. And I was like, there has to be a secret, you know, they could do it. I could do it too. So one of my first clients, this is crazy. I'm just going to blow your mind, man. It's going to blow your mind. One of my first clients, his name was Kevin Zhang. I remember he walked into the gym with these cool glasses. I mean, these glasses look like McGregor glasses, the biggest glasses I've ever seen. Walking into a gym with these big glasses, straight pimping, straight pimping, walking in. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know what I got to do, but I'm going to sign that client up. I saw him sign up for gym membership. As soon as he started working out, I approached him right away. I just built that relationship there. Eventually, I brought him in, closed him as my first ever client, right? Later did I know that this guy was actually worth millions of dollars. He was making about $20 million a year, 
Like it turns out he actually became one of my close buddies. We're actually still close friends till now. But he was the one that was like, hey, listen, you're, you're a great person. You have a great personality. I want you to come be a closer for my company. And I was like, you know what? Let me think about it. I don't know if this is the right thing for me. Right? But I mean, I just kept seeing his social media. I kept seeing what he was about. And I was like, maybe this is the opportunity that you know, God or, or the universe put, put in front of me. So I just took it. You know, I took it. And within five months, man, I became his top performer. Um, and ever since then, you know, I've just branched out and, you know, started my own fitness coaching business because I realized like fitness is just my passion. It's, it's what I love. And um, once I built my own online fitness business to, you know, six figure mark, I realized why not show other people how to do it? You know, and, and here I am today with you. But that's just kind of like the beginning story of how I started off. I hope that was uh, pretty uh, bright for some people who are listening to this. Yeah, no, that's powerful. And I think it's incredible how far you've come in just a short time. You just turned 21, which is unbelievable, yeah. right? To be able to just be like the idea of making six figures at 21, maybe 15 years ago or 20 years ago was like extinct unless you invented something crazy cool or, you know, you were an anomaly. Um, but now it's like, it's just the wealth is just transferring to younger and younger and younger people. And it's just incredible to see. So, so with that said, you know, one of the things you really um, you know, have specialized in is you really kind of specialized in in helping people sell programs worth thousands of dollars. And before you get into the topic of it, I think that, you know, it's important for people to understand that I think it's one of the fastest ways to enhance your lifestyle is to be able to learn the skill set of selling higher ticket packages, whether you're offering a service, you know, coaching service, consulting service, done for you service, the skill of selling higher level programs will change the quality of your life. It determines what neighborhood you can live in, what car you can drive, what you can give, what you can contribute, how well you can take care of your family. All of those things come through sales, which is a skill set that we must learn. Where We have to be responsible in how we learn this skill set. So, you know, one of the things that you've you've really kind of matched is this high ticket sales process. And, and, and tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've learned that have really helped you become good at it. I know some of the, the, the strategies, you know, like one of them is mirroring. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you think about sales and and what are some of the strategies that you use and teach? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, sales is to me, it's a very uh, high ticket you know, income skill because once you learn how to sell, I mean, you can never go broke. I feel like it's a skill where a lot of people just don't really know about it, haven't really took the time to educate themselves when it comes down to sales. Um, but going back to that topic, mirroring, I believe, is an art. And it first came to me when I was looking into one of my sales mentors. His name is Chris Boss. He's a, a master negotiator. I remember he was telling a story once of there was a bank back in 2000, 2002. I was, I was a baby. So obviously, I don't remember. I just remember listening to his story. Um, he said that, and it was literally like a, a live training that he did. He had the whole recording of him negotiating with these guys who had broken into a bank and they were just, you know, he was the negotiator. So he was in charge of talking to them. And all he did, the whole entire negotiation was do two things. It was mirror and label, right? And when you mirror, it's literally just repeating the last three words that the prospect shares with you because it makes the prospect feel like, number one, he understood what I'm saying. He just wants me to elaborate a bit more. Right. And there's another cool thing that I love to say, because you can read off a script, you can mirror as much as you want, but it's not really what you say. It's how you say it that makes a difference. Right. So, for example, if a prospect, Adam, tells me, I say, thank you so much for this presentation. I want to think about it. Right. What I would do. Right. There's there's two types of people. Right. You, you can mirror and say, 
Think about it. Really? Why you got to think about it? No, let's do this now. Right. Versus a really good mirror would just be like, think about it. And it'll just have a nice smile. Right. And it'll make the prospect feel like, okay, he understood what I'm saying. He just wants me to elaborate a bit more. So what happens if you do it correctly and you say, think about it? What happens is they're like, yeah, I want to think about it because I don't have the money right now, but I'll have it next week. That's why I want to think about it as well. So I just figured it out already. He he wants to think about it because he's going to get paid next week. He doesn't have any money to get started today. Right. So just just because that simple mirror, I gathered more information that led me to get a better understanding of the prospect, which means that if I didn't get the money today, doesn't matter. I can get it in the future somehow. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's the big, um, you know, misconception about sales is that you're just trying to kind of pressure people into the buy. But really what we're aiming to do is find the truth. We're trying to find the truth. If they can't afford it, we want to know that. And we want to know why can they afford it? When will they be able to afford it? And, and so that way we can really serve them because we can't serve them if we don't know what's underneath the surface. So I really like that you are getting down into the root of, okay, this is what is, you know, the problem, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I believe it's, it's all psychology. If you think about it, right. It's more of, you know, I feel like a lot of people are, are used to the old way of sales, that, that old pushy way of like, think about it now. You got to do this now. I'm trying to give them a halftime speech, like it's a football game or something. Right. That's the old way of selling. You know, the Wolf of Wall Street taught that in the movie, but that's not really how it comes right. down to sales. That's not how it works today. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost like the new way of sales is almost like uh, flowing with the customer a little bit, you know, like, oh, you know, like, you know, uh, like, oh, I want to think about it. It's like, hey, you know, totally understand you want to think about it. Um, you know, I'm a very transparent, open kind of person. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what's going on. What, what would you like to share? You know, right. and then they, like you said, they say, oh, I get paid next Friday. You're like, oh, okay, got it. Now I understand why you want to wait, you know, so getting clarity is so important. So talk a little bit about tonality. How does that play a role in your, in your sales process? Absolutely. I love talking about that. I feel like that is something that I put a lot of practice in um, because to, to me, tonality is everything. Right. It's, it's not really what you say, but how you say it. And, and it goes back to, you know, having a script. You know, a lot of people are used to having a script. That's cool. But to me, I see a script as more of a template, something that, you know, gets you from point A to point Z. But if you're just consistently reading off the script, you're going to sound robotic. There's no tonality there. Right. Which makes it difficult for the prospect to connect with you on a deeper level. The truth is, you know, I've done sales for quite a long time now, and I realized that there's different types of people. There is you know low tone people, you know, people that are more serious. The whole entire call, they look like. Like something's wrong with them, right? And then there's people who that are just like energetic. They're just like me, right? Really high energy. These are the people that I realize are actually the easiest to close because we have the same energy. And it's like, as soon as I feel the energy, I'm like, it's a close right here. I don't care what happens. I'm going to get them, right? But I realize that there's some people that are just like low tone, you know, especially when I'm talking to women. So what I do is I just you know, bring my tonality down to match their energy and match their tonality as well, right? So for example, you know, I've been on calls where, I've had to deal with people who have been you know, depressed or have been going through anxiety and, and they really want to make a change in their life too, to join a certain program. And they're just depressed. They're, they're going through something in life. And I've even been on calls where some of them are like crying on a call. And now I just went from trying to sell them to more becoming a therapist. So in scenarios like that, I actually just bring my tonality down to match theirs, right? I'm not going to be as high energy as I am now. I'm going to lower my energy and I'm going to Make sure that they feel my compassion, that they feel like I really care about them. Because as a salesperson, I just want to be a regular human being, right? I want the prospect to feel like, hey, we're friends and, and I'm here for you. 
And I want you to feel my compassion towards the pain that you are feeling. And the yeah. only way that I can do that is by lowering my tonality. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that. Love that. That's so needed, right? That's that emotional intelligence to know how to bring that down. I love that. You know, um, one of the things too is, is uh, you know, that. so one of my one of my sales mentors was Ed Milet when I was 18 years old. He was my first sales trainer of all time. And uh, one of the things that he had taught is, uh, you know, you always want to be one pace ahead of the client. So like if they're talking really fast, you want to be just one notch above them. But he said the reason why is because like if you talk too slow to somebody who's high paced, then they can interrupt your sales process. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Um, can you just give me the details? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, what's next? And they, they interrupt you because your, your, your pace and your tone is too slow for their for how fast they move right yeah so they'll interrupt you for talking too slow so you have to be able to be one pace above them they said the other thing is that um you know if they talk slower exactly what you said bring it down to just one notch above and that's an important factor in leading a conversation yeah so it's kind of like a good rule of thumb you know is to just be one notch ahead so i thought that was pretty cool love that no that's that's really really powerful you know because in sales, you're just going to approach all sorts of people, you know, people that are low tone, some people are high tone, some people are just excited as me. And I also pay attention to to their verbal sayings. You know, I have, right. I'm young, right? I just turned 21. So if I get on a call with somebody who's 21 or even younger than me, we're going to have such a great connection, right? Because we're on the same age range. And I also pay attention to when they do, they use words like, how's it going, bro, dude, brother? I pay attention to those little things and I start using them too. Now, if they're young, my age, what up, brother? Yeah, what up, bro? They get on a call and they're excited like me. I do the same thing. <laughs> What's up, player? How's yeah. it going, man? Were you late? Were you late? Because you, you were flirting with those girls, man. I know you're young, right? So it's just like, it's a whole yeah. different thing, right? Versus like, if I'm talking to somebody that is a little older, maybe in their 30s or 40s, I even, you know, got on calls with people who were like 53 up and up, up in their, those numbers. And I realized I have to be a little calmer. I don't really use bro. I don't really use dude because... Right. I don't feel like the connection will be there, right? So I have to match every prospect on their level of tonality, uh, the way they speak, and, and, and you know, so much more. Absolutely. You know, that's so important to know your audience. It's so good. You know, I just, um, I just had an enrollment this last week, and, you know, it was for around $60,000, right? $60,000 coaching package. And one of the things is that, you know, she's, she's uh, totally, you know, mature, millionaire type of client, and... So, you know, and really kind of heart-centered, kind of heart-centered entrepreneur, right? So throughout the sales process, just really just, you know, speaking like a lot of genuine words, like, um, like for example, like, uh, you know, it'd be such an honor to work together. You know, what do you say? We, we give it a shot, you know, um, or in the follow-up text voice messages, hey, I'm so excited to create legacy together and just make impact and use our God-given gifts, you know, to be able to reach people for greater purpose, you know. So just using language that is just like aligned with their values is so key as well. Um, and, and so, you know, that's a, that's being able to read that is, is key because if you talk, you know, if you try to have a one size fits all, you know, it's, it's, it's important to be able to mirror the, the, the value system of who you're talking to as well, you know? Yeah, no, I love that, man. Yeah, it's it's really just the, the words I use right now were, were really powerful. You know, they, they trigger something in me where I was like, wow, I'm excited to work with you too, Adam, <laughs> you know, because of the way you said it, right? And, and I was able to feel that, you know, and, and it triggered something in me where I was like, wow, like, 
these words, like they, they captivate me, you know, it makes you feel like I'm a, I'm a part of something even greater now. And, and that's how everybody should feel, you know, especially when they're joining any type of coaching program, they should feel like, wow, this is a new beginning. You know, my life is going to change from here on out. And um, yeah, that's something that, that I do a lot of too, um, preparing them for the actual call where they get on a call with me. I actually do a lot of like pre-faming where I send them an actual video of me before getting on a sales call. And I, and I tell them, Hey, what's up, Adam? I'm excited to speak with you tomorrow, brother at 9 a.m. Pacific time. There's a couple of things that I want you to know. I just tell them like basic rules. I tell them, make sure you're on time, be ready to take notes, make sure you're on zoom. Uh, but what I realized is that that builds some form of relationship before the actual call and it actually reduces to like no show rates uh, as well. You know, they feel that connection. They feel like they're going to talk to a regular human being and they're more likely to actually show up to the call as well. That's powerful. That's a great follow-up tip as well. I love that. That's so good. Um, you know, and, and I think one of the things that I'm catching from you too, is that, you know, a lot of times people who are learning sales think like, oh, this is so much, um, you know, there's just so much psychology and manipulation to be able to get people to move. And it's not even about that. As you mature in sales, right? It's like, it's just who you are. And that's what I'm hearing. You say. It's like, you just are a compassionate person. That's a quality you have. Right. It's like a, your subconscious takes over when you reach a level of mastery to where you're not even thinking about it, right? It's just, you're just focused on serving them and you automatically do these things, right, over time. And that's why, um, you know, there's always like the three phases of learning sales. You have the uh, mechanical where you sound robotic. Then you go into the um, the awkward. No, it's awkward first where, you, where you're just completely awkward. Then you get mechanical, yeah. right? And then yeah. you get natural. And okay. so- it's about just really being the person. Like I don't have to try and be somebody to make a sale. I just am who I am because I've been doing it for so long. And that's mastery, right? That's where you're at now too, uh, Asayel. So um, so what do you recommend to the audience to get to a level of mastery? Love it. Such a great question. Something that I love to do is just, and this is really difficult for a lot of people, especially you know, people who are listening to podcasts might be new coaches or, or course creators. I feel like when you detach yourself from the sale, and you're actually in that present moment serving this person, it's, it's, it's way different. You get, to, you get to that mastery level over time with practice, with consistency, with showing up every day, with having many, many sales calls. But I believe that when you detach yourself from that, that pricing, whether it's $5,000, $10,000, $60,000 program, when you detach yourself, you're just there in that present moment. The prospect can feel that. They can feel your sincerity. They can feel that you're compassionate, that you really want to help them. You know, like some of my students that are new, they realize like, holy crap, a sale, this works, bro. And I have my first couple sales calls and they start, you know, shitting bricks at them. They're like, I'm nervous, man. I'm shaking. Like who yeah. would have known this was actually going to work? I was like, bro, I told you this is the beginning. It was going to work. And they start to get nervous. Um, and that's when, uh, you know, a lot of them are still in that awkward mechanical phase. So it's a little difficult for them, but I tell them to just detach themselves from the sale, be there in the present moment. And you'll realize that, you know, it's going to turn out way better than if you just read off a script and you just don't sound like who you truly are. Yeah, absolutely. And for the, for the people who are super heart centered, I recommend just showing up, um, you know, fear can exist um, when you're serving others, right? Cause you can't have both emotions at the same time. So when, you know, love is the, what this is the perfect way to cast out all fear, right? Perfect love cast out all fear. It's a famous scripture. And so it's like, you show up in love, show up in giving, right? You're not afraid of rejection. Like I always use this analogy too, is like, you know, imagine giving somebody a, um, uh, like imagine giving a homeless man something to eat. You're not afraid that he's going to reject you if you give him that, right? You're not thinking about that. It's not even a thought that crossed your mind. 
But if mm -hmm. I say, hey, go ask that person for money, now all of a sudden you get nervous. Like, what is he going to think? He's going to think I'm weird. He's going to think I'm strange. Just because one's about you and one's about the, you know, another person. Right. So about showing up in, in okay. service, you don't even think about rejection because you're just giving, right? Um, and so, you know, I think that, um, that, you know, we have to be able to make it more about other people. And as we do, we're just going to show up in our most powerful self. So, dude, this is great, man. I could talk to you about this for hours, for hours, because I love this topic. I'm so passionate about it because it changes lives. This skill set changes lives. So for people who want to learn how to be able to master high ticket sales, where can they find you? Where can they get more of your training and learn more about, you know, training with you? Love it. Love it. Yeah. So if you guys are, you know, looking to become masters at, at sales, whether you are a personal trainer, nine to five worker who, you know, wants to build an online fitness business, you guys can just follow me on Instagram at Asael Leon Official and give me a follow. I'll shoot you a follow back and you can send me a DM letting me know, hey, I checked out Adam's podcast. You were lit. You were not lying when you said you were lit. Uh, and I'll be happy. I'll shoot some love back to you. That's awesome. Well, uh, we'll add your Instagram into the description. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Go check out Asael if you are wanting to learn high ticket sales, learn how to become better at selling. Um, Asael, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Just bringing so much value and heat in, uh, in the time we had together. So thank you once again for, for being on. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you for having me on and more blessings towards your way, man. Absolutely. And everybody watching, make sure you subscribe to this episode, share it with a friend, leave a six star review. I know there's only about five stars, but leave a six star review. And until the next episode, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody.